Due to the graphic language of this program, listener discretion is strongly advised. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is your friendly neighborhood, Pinhead198, finally back with a new episode. (coughs) Excuse me. I was initially going to do this way earlier after Full Gear was over, but I wanted to decide and wait for a little while. We are getting into Thanksgiving season as I record this. It's the see 22nd of November, so gluttony, the day of gluttony is right around the corner. I already got my tickets for House of Gucci. I can't wait to see Adam Driver and Lady Gaga set up the silver screen, so... I got tickets for that, and unfortunately, yes, the following day, on Thanksgiving Day, I do have tickets to go see the new Resident Evil movie, Return to Raccoon City, or Resident Evil, this movie will probably fucking suck, or whatever it's called, I do have my tickets ready to go, so... I will be having reviews on both of those films. House of Gucci, I am looking forward to Resident Evil. I'm just stupid and I like punishing myself. As is proof from... We got one great pay-per-view last week with AEW's Full Gear. And then this week we got Survivor Series. What a treat that was, boy. I tell you. Just when you thought you th- just when you thought the WWE couldn't phone it in even more, they go and prove us all wrong with this pay-per-view and phone it in even more, making it another monotonous, grot-filled pay-per-view that nobody gave a fuck about. Not even the talent involved. But we'll get into that, because that's part of this episode, the review of... We're going to compare and contrast Full Gear to WWE's Survivor Series. Both the last pay-per-views, if I'm not mistaken, for both companies, this next the next pay-per-views will be Royal Rumble in January for WWE, which... At this point, who fucking cares? I got a sarcastic, hooray, attitude about it right now. Because after last night, it was just like, who cares anymore? You as a company obviously don't give a shit anymore. Why should we as fans and marks and all this other bullshit? It's a waste of time. But anywho... We will go over, we're not going to go over the entire pay-per-view of either AEW or WWE. You want to, at this point, you want to see it, you can go see it. It's very easy to see it, even without having to pay for it like I do. You can go sail the seven fucking seas. So if you really, really are desperate to see it on your own, you can go out and seek it out. I'm not going to do a whole review. I'm just going to review, and it is going to be all spoilers, because at this point, if you haven't seen, especially Full Gear, you're not going to see it. And everything has moved on, we'll even discuss, you know, (laughs) 
from what I saw on Dynamite this past week that looked like a little bit of a Daniel Bryanson turn, you know. Daniel Bryan looked like we were getting a heel turn there because he felt disrespected by Hangman Adam Page and his behavior, which to an extent he is somewhat valid. So it did look like a heel turn because he's talking about fucking up all the Dark Order until he gets to Hangman Adam Page, which is going to be, obviously, him and Adam Page for the title at the next AEW pay-per-view. That's That should be a given. And that, with that being said, let's get into it, you know? Let's get into the quick review. We can compare and contrast. So the first match last night was Charlotte Flair... Versus Becky Lynch for bragging rights, pretty much. And I was shocked that that was the first match, but I'm very happy that it was the first match because we got a start really well, just like how we got a great start with MJF and Darby Allen in the first match of AEW Full Gear. Some say that MJF versus Darby Allen stole that show that night. Uh, there's a good argument for it, but I don't agree that it stole the show. I mean, there was some, there was some shit matches, and there was also some really great stuff there on a AEW's Full Gear pay per view. I was far more impressed and excited with the overall product of AEW by the end of Full Gear than I was with WWE after Survivor Series last night. It was... Last night was a little childish, too. Excuse me, I'm drinking my drink trying to get ready, because after this, it's time to go back to work. Should have recorded this this weekend when I was loaded, but... Anyway... So, I I don't know if I agree... What was the better produced match? It was definitely the Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch match. On paper, it was way better than the MJF versus Darby Allen, but the Darby Allen versus MJF had way more heart, so it narrowly, you know, beats the match of Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch because that one wasn't bad. Becky ended up winning, but it was because, once again, we can't ever do anything clean anymore. Even with the Darby Allen MJF match, it wasn't one clean. So we got shenanigans, and Becky Lynch won the match. It couldn't be clean. Of course not. The second match was the men's team Raw versus SmackDown. Who cared? No one gave a fuck. And the winners were Team Raw. No one gave a shit. And see, this is where I come to the second match on Full Gear was FTR versus Lucha Brothers for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Fantastic match. Once again, we got shenanigans. And this is what I'm talking about. This is a problem in all of professional wrestling or sports entertainment, whatever the fuck you want to call it. This is an epidemic, pandemic. It it becomes a problem where even in the, a great match like this, the FTR versus Lucha Brothers, the match ends with shenanigans. And it can't just end clean. The Lucha Brothers retain their tag team champions, but with shenanigans. And via controversy. 
because someone wasn't the right man in the ring, and it's like, okay, can you just either win or lose the fucking match clean? It's getting old, and it's aggravating. And it doesn't lead to any real suspense. It's cheap heat. So can we just stop with it? Because this would have been a fantastic match. It could have even been a match of the year contender if you hadn't pulled the bullshit you pulled. And then, as I said, it was still better than Raw's set or WWE's second match on Survivor Series because no one cared. Team Raw won Wolf. Who cares? Then the third match we got into, and, and then it, once again, compare like this is why I said the overall pay per view for Full Gear was way better than Survivor Series because in the third match we got the Rock's twenty fifth anniversary battle royal. Which, who the fuck cares? Their third match was Miro versus Brian Danielson for the number one contendership for AEW. And as I spilled the beans earlier in the beginning of this episode, it's obvious Daniel won because I just told you it's going to be Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Danielson, probably at Revolution or whatever the fuck their next pay-per-view is. For the AEW Championship. So, I was very impressed that they let Hangman Adam Page finally take the belt off of Kenneth Omega, who, like I've said in the past, in my view, is completely overrated and unnecessary. So, that was a good match. It wasn't, you know, star-studded for either side, but still, AEW wins. It was way better than who cares who won the Rock match. The Usos was the fourth match versus RK Bro. I was shocked with this one, if I'm not mistaken, because I fell out of interest at this point with Survivor Series. They let RK Bro win, which I was thinking they were going to let the Usos win and have another Bloodline night, because we all knew, come on, Roman Reigns was winning the match. And once again, because of shenanigans, he did. It's like... This is getting old. Can people just win clean? Or I don't mind having shenanigans here and there, but when it's every other match through the whole three to four hour pay-per-views, it gets routine and repetitive. The next match on... uh... On the card for them was Young Buck and Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy, Luchasaur Ass, and Christian Cage. And it was a false count anywhere. It was as good of a match as you're going to get for a false count anywhere. Um, I didn't care, but... Yeah, the winners were Jungle Boy, which was, you know, Luke Perry's boy. Luchasaurus and Christian Cage. I fucking hate Luchasaurus. I think it's the stupidest gimmick I've seen in a long, long time in wrestling history. And that goes right up there with Duke the Dumpster Drossy, Bastion Booger, Doink the Clown, you know. (laughs) You know, what was Kane's old gimmick before he was Kane? I forgot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Isaac Yankum DDS. Like, it's fucking stupid. And that's what is in the same vein with Luchasaurus. Like, you're a piece of garbage. 
get rid of him. The next match after that was Pack and Cody Rhodes versus Andre Idolo and Malachi Black. Winners were Cody Rhodes and Pack. Pack did most of the work because, you know, and I guess Cody shut down his Twitter. I don't, I don't know from the recording of this that he. Did he bring it back up, or what the hell happened, but <clears throat> last time I checked, he, he he quit his Twitter, or shut it down, or something, I guess, I don't know, I guess someone called him a mama's boy, and he probably went into the corner and cried, who knows, I don't care, but Cody Rhodes and Pac won, I kind of wanted the other team to win, but hey, what are you going to do? The next match was obviously the big anticipated match with, for the women, which was Dr. Britt Baker versus Ty Connie. I really wish they would have did this opposite as much as I... <clears throat> I think it is a tragedy that the women's championship match went on before the dinner circle versus America's top team match, but we'll get to that in a minute. But anyway, Dr. Britt Baker versus Ty Connie in the for the AEW Women's Championship match. This match was actually better than because I, as was heard for some of you in the last episode or so, I trashed this as like who cares, but Ty Conti impressed me. It still didn't make any difference. I was still right, and there was no way that she was winning, and <laughs> beating Britt Baker. Britt Baker won and retained, and I and as I put in my notes, Doctor Britt Baker retains title. Of course, like that's obvious. It should have been a no-brainer that she was going <clears> to <throat> win the title and retain it. Ty Connie is a great talent, but she is not ready for the championship yet. I don't really, like I've said before, I don't know who is, but it sure as hell ain't Ty Conti. And that was proven <clears throat> last Sunday at full gear. So we're, we're making our way down. And then we got to the CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston match. This is the match that I enjoyed quite a bit the most. And I was looking forward to the most. Um, it told a pretty good story. You, it, it really looks like these guys, these two don't really like each other at all. They fucking hate each other's guts. And that's what I like to see in modern wrestling. I know we can't go back to the old ways, but I like seeing a little touch of the old where you go, yeah, these two really don't fucking like each other in and out of the ring. And it, 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 both men told the story where it really looked like they were about ready to kill each other before the match was over. You know, uh, Kingston took the dive. I was shocked. With both of these guys' ego, I was shocked. But CM Punk won via GTS. He got one. There were a couple thrown in this match, and he smashed them, dashed them, and passed them. CM Punk's keeping up his record right now. <clears throat> so, we'll see what happens, because <clears throat> Mr. Punk could be on his way to a, new t to a title. So, I don't know which one yet, but... <clears throat> You don't build up this kind of momentum for nothing. It would be stupid of Khan to do so. So <clears throat> Then we got the next matches, the Dinner Circle versus America's Top Team. I in in an Indianapolis street fight. 
Who the fuck cares? The Dinner Circle won via Frog Splash. It was a stupid match. It was waste. It was a waste of time. <clears throat> Jay Lethal made his premiere, and we got the you know the pageantry. He'll be joining AEW. He had a great match with Sammy Guevara on Dynamite, which was the follow up this past Wednesday. It was a good episode. It wasn't too bad. There was still a lot of yammering on and on and on and on and on that I didn't care about. But for the most part, they're still putting in far better effort than the WWE is. Watching Survivor Series last night, Big E versus... like By the time we got to Big E versus Roman Reigns, I was like, can we just end this already? It, it, it It's too long. I'm tired, I'm uninterested, no one cares. People in the, what, what where were they at? Jay-Z's, uh, his, uh, the, Bar- the Barclays Center, if I'm not mistaken, for the Brooklyn Nets, that's where they held the Survivor Series last night. I was like, okay, that's a nice venue. How about giving these fans something they deserve? <clears throat> well, we all know how that turns out. You gave them what you thought the fans deserve, which is how you feel about them. You gave them shit because you think they're shit. You think all of us fans are dog shit. That's why that you keep giving it to us. And in your defense, we are partially responsible because we keep eating this fucking shit. And they keep giving it to us. And then they keep going, yeah, yeah, they'll eat it regardless. And we do. So that's why they keep giving us the bullshit. That's why I'm glad we have a, no offense to Impact Wrestling, (laughs) joke that is, Uh, that's why I'm glad we have AEW as an alternative, because with all their flaws, at least they're trying something. They're not sitting there with their hands on their cock, waiting for the sun to come up. They're actually doing their job, and by and large, for the most part. They're not perfect, but who is? No wrestling company is. Especially the fucking waste of space WWE. And after what they've done with NXT 2.0, NXT is a joke too. December 5th technically is the last pay-per-view if they don't have any more. Which I'm Because I think they canceled TLC this year, thank God. WWE's last official pay-per-view of the year is NXT's War Games on the 5th of December. And who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares? Like, seriously, not even the diehards that are out there. I'm still one of them. We don't care anymore. It's it's fucking grot. And it's a waste of our time. They got the headlines on the nation. Lynch cheats to beat Flair at Survivor Series. I mean, yeah. Like I said, nothing can be done clean anymore. <clears throat> All these matches were shit. AEW's main event was Kenneth Omega versus Adam Page for the AEW World Heavyweight title. And if you're following, you already know that Adam Page. And a pretty and I gotta give Kenny Omega some credit. I'm not a huge fan of his for the most part. I really fucking hate the guy. I think he's overrated. And guys like Brian fucking Alvarez and David Meltzer, who's a fucking waste of space in my opinion. <clears throat> Overhype this guy, and you all take his word to be law, so you keep Kenny Omega as the best wrestler of the year for seven years running, and it's ridiculous. It's insane. He's not that good. 
But I will give him credit where credit's due. Last the Sunday, he did a fantastic job in the ring, and they told a great story. Both men did. I was highly impressed. And that's what I'm talking about with saying that AEW's actually trying, unlike WWE. They're actually trying to put out an exciting product. They don't always hit. Sometimes they hit out of the park. Sometimes they don't. But at least they're trying some new stuff where the WWE is just complacent and enjoying doing the same childish bullshit every Monday Night Raw, every Friday Night Smackdown, every single fucking episode, even NXT now, is complacent, mindless bullshit. And it gets hard to watch. It becomes a chore. It's worse than doing the dishes. And I don't know how much longer this can sustain, especially when you guys keep getting rid of people left and right for no fucking reasonable reasons. Hey, so, hey, WWE, why did you have cuts, these massive cuts the last, uh, this last couple weeks? Oh, well, budget cuts. That's funny, you guys just reported a day before that that you had record-breaking earnings in the WWE and the stock was at an all-time high. Yeah, well, we need a budget because, like, shut up. No, you didn't. You just didn't like those people you got rid of. Just admit it, and we'd have more respect for you. We, we we still wouldn't like it, but we'd at least have a little bit more respect for you, you know, having the decency to tell the fucking truth. We got rid of him because the old man is a fucking out of touch loser who can't tell what to do with his talent, so, and he doesn't like half of them anyway, especially if they're not white. And he threw them out. That's why. It's simple. We'd have a lot more respect for you if you just admitted and stopped doing these fucking beating around the bushes and lying shit that you guys do all the time. It's pathetic. But the point is, AEW had the much better pay-per-view. I'd say if AEW's full gear... There's a blast from the past... If AEW's full gear was, I would give it a a 7.5, I would even say an 8 out of 10. So yeah, I'll go with an 8 out of 10 because I just had a blast with full gear. It wasn't a perfect pay-per-view by any means. But I haven't had that much fun in a long, long, long time, especially with a wrestling pay-per-view. So it's an 8 out of 10. Survivor Series took the wind out of me, whatever, goodwill. And I would say Survivor Series was a 4 out of 10. It was boring. It was a waste of time. I couldn't wait for it to be fucking over. I was a little tipsy last night. And I literally, having the drinks that I had, I said, you know what? I can't wait for this. I literally told myself, I can't wait for this pay-per-view to be over. So I could play a little Grand Theft Auto. A couple games and then go straight to bed and get ready to go to work the next day. Because this pay-per-view sucks. And it did. I'm sorry. Anybody who had a good time with it, I'm happy for you. But Survivor Series was the worst of the worst. It was the drizzling shits. As my old pal Don Tony used to say. It was the drizzling shits of fucking pay-per-views this year. I, I, I hated it. And you're lucky I gave you a 4 out of 10. And that's just out of my loyalty. out Because Survivor Series used to be my fa- all-time one of my all-time favorite 
pay-per-views of the year. It reminded you of Thanksgiving, stuffing your face and watching them stuff each other's face with punches to the face and to the throat. And you had great... There are some really great Survivor Series. If you have your subscription to Peacock, I, I dare you to go on the cock and watch some of the... Go back and look at some of the older... The older Survivor series. They were great. Especially like the most recent one that I was watching. I can't remember what year it was. I'm not sure if it was like 04 or 09. I can't remember. But um, it was the year that Shane McMahon went one-on-one with uh, Kane in an ambulance match. It was fuck, It was brutal and it was awesome. We also had the Buried Alive match with uh, Undertaker versus Vince McMahon where he beat the fuck out of Vince McMahon. McMahon, I never seen so much blood in my life when it come to McMahon. And, like He was bleeding Ric Flair numbers with that match. Like Undertaker beat his ass like he owed his sister some rent money and that like he raped her. Like, he beat the shit out, and it looked realistic. Let me try and see if I can, because if I just click on that, it'll just send me back to it. But anyway, I'll get you the, yeah, it was the 2003 Survivor Series with Shane McMahon's on the cover. Goldberg defended his championship. I can't remember, but the McMahon buried alive match. Like there was some great matches on there. Let's see if we can look over to more annals in history. Like there were some great Survivor Series pay per views, and just in recently, like the Deadly Game year. Where was that year? Nineteen ninety four was a good one because it had Bret Hart versus uh. Well, I can't. Remember. I think he fought Shawn Michaels. The Undertaker faced Yokozuna in a casket match, which was awesome. I remember that. I mean, there were some great years of Survivor Series. This year was not one of them, at all. Yeah, Deadly Game was nineteen ninety eight. Was the tournament like there was some great Survivor Series pay per views and once again. McMahon and company just phoning shit in, and it's really fucking aggravating. But that's enough of the wrestling talk. I'm going to wrap it up with... <sighs> My opinion on... It's going to be a little bit different and maybe a little more controversial than some people's. My opinion on... I've been... So, in a grand total since I've gotten it last week, the Grand Theft Auto Definitive Edition, the trilogy... I put 10 hours in, and this, and mind you, this is combining all three games together, because I've been playing bits and pieces of each one, trying to see where these major glitches are coming from. And I'm not disregarding the fact that the PlayStation 5, the PC especially... And a lot of other platforms are having major glitch, glitch issues. Because I've seen them. I, like, I don't, it's funny, but it's not funny. My boy Danny's got his own YouTube channel. 
and he's put he's putting out videos of the glitches he's had to go through, and some of them are fucking ridiculous. That to to the point that where you're like, if you're putting the game out at this in this condition, not only do you should you be giving money back to the people the their original money back, but you should be paying them another extra sixty dollars on top of that for inconvenience. And you guys still would be fine because you guys have had you guys have milked off this. See, this is where the problem comes in from Rockstar, especially the new management as of the late last couple of years, where Rockstar has absolutely, especially the Grand Theft, they have the others, but they know that they can get away with the Grand Theft Auto community milking the shit out of that community. Going on its fourth re-release of Grand Theft Auto V on a new group of platforms and consoles. Knowing full well that these guys will pay it because they go online and they love GTA Online. Now that you finally did that, it took you this iteration to really get it done right. And you still have fucked it up. But you took that same attitude and mentality with this trilogy and that was not the correct attitude and mentality to have with this trilogy whatsoever. However, I will say I am not I haven't I've only played like I said a grand total of maybe at maximum 11 hours, maybe pushing it. So I'm not got and this is combining all three games, 3 Vice City and San Andreas. I have not had any of the... I've had issues. but And I'm playing it on a regular PlayStation 4, mind you. I have not had anywhere close to the issues that a lot of other people have. I will say the targeting system now is absolute fucking trash. It's pathetic. I hate the targeting system now. It's set up like it's Grand Theft Auto V... And that's not just me. It cannot just be me. They have completely reframed the gameplay and the game structure as if it's a Grand Theft Auto V game, and I don't like that. I enjoyed Grand Theft Auto V for what it is, but that's for Grand Theft Auto V, not GTA 3, definitely not Vice City, and not San Andreas. That was a wrong step to take, Rockstar. I'm sorry, but it was. Some of the game is too fucking polished. Even by my PlayStation 4 standards, so I can only imagine when it's working, what it looks like on PlayStation 4, PC, and Xbox, if I'm not mistaken. Like, even on the Nintendo Switch, which is not even the most powerful system out of the bunch, it looks too fucking polished. It looked like someone literally took shoe polish and wiped it over the entire every character. Especially in Grand Theft Auto 3 and Vice City. It's very noticeable in those two games. Especially in GTA 3. It's like almost obnoxious in GTA 3. I'm like, you guys went overboard with the remastering. Which sometimes you can do. over Go overboard with that shit, so... Anyway, I think I still need to play a lot of it. How much I will at this rate. Because there are some things, like some things they do in there, and it's part of the bugs and glitches that are just like. So the other day I was driving, 
on a mission, and this was in GTA 3, it pissed me the fuck off, because they still have the ragdoll physics, which I do not like anymore, like, I like them for, like, if I'm playing the old games on the PlayStation 2, or on my old copy that I have on my PlayStation 3, that is, I did, it is, it is perfect transport over to PlayStation 2. That's fine for that, but in this remastered thing, it's like they amped up the ragdoll physics. Like if if you get a small blow of gust of wind, your car goes flying into into outer space, and it's insane. But one that the point is one of the thing one thing that happened, and this is part of the glitch system. I know it is because this is insanity, and I've never, in all my years of playing Grand Theft Auto. This has never happened, and it was fucking insane to me. I'm like, that's this has to be one of the crazy glitches. I was on a mission that I find I, I was on like I was already pissed off. I was on like my twelfth attempt on it, and I was and I could tell I was gonna get it right this time, because you can you know, especially veteran Grand Theft Auto players, they know that feeling when okay, this is the run where I'm beating it. Well, it obviously wasn't because this bullshit happened and it pissed me the fuck off. I'm driving through the point where I'm going to finally beat the fucking mission and I get up to the last wave of gang members that, okay, I know I'm going to take out. Before I can even make a full fucking stop and get out of the car, one of the gang members has a pistol, not a shotgun, not a rocket launcher. Not a machine gun, not not even a fucking, he has a fucking baby pistol. He shot, and my car had no damage, so I don't want to hear that it was too damaged. It had no damage whatsoever, because that's another reason why I felt, okay, this is the one where I'm beating it. Nope, the, the game glitch gremlin came in, and fucking, this motherfucker shot the car two times, and then the car exploded exploded like a Michael Bay movie. I'm like, how? How, Sway, how? How in the hell did that car just go up like a Michael Bay film by a pistol with two shots and the car was in perfect condition? It was insane. It went, and it, and not only did it kill me, it killed a whole fucking city block of people. Like, the explosion was out. It was more than the car was even. I was like... First, it killed me, and it said wasted, but as I'm watching my wasted corpse go up, I'm seeing a whole city block of people get blown up by it, too. It's like a bad movie set where they over, you know, pack the TNT, and the explosion was too much. Off of a pistol. Not a shotgun, not a rocket launcher, not a machine gun, no, a pistol. That's insanity. It, it, I was so enraged. I almost snapped my PlayStation. Like, I almost threw it on, but I, had, I took a step back. I was like, just go get some air and cut the shit off. But I would have beat the mission if that dumbass shit hadn't happened. I was like, okay, this must be one of those. And in that instance, I could understand... But I have to defend, I, I can't say I'm defending Rockstar, I'm just saying that I haven't faced the glitches that my friend like Dan and a couple of my other friends who I've, I've seen some really egregious glitches to where I stand by the point I made earlier. If you're really putting this many glitches and this bad 
of a product out there, you should be ashamed of yourself. Everybody involved. Rockstar, the corporation that runs Rockstar and owns like You all should be ashamed of yourself for putting this trash out there. And if you get a second chance, because you're not doing yourself any favors still talking shit on top of it after this tragedy that you've released, this abomination you released happened. If you get a second chance with the fans, which I'm sure you will once you finally release some GTA 6 footage, you need to do better than this. And the next time you re-release, because you're going to do it again, because you guys are greedy fucks that can't help yourselves, the next time you re-release a package of old Grand Theft Auto games and remaster them, do a much fucking better job than just phoning it in, gentlemen. You're better than that. And the fans deserve better than that. So do better than that, you fuckwit idiots. That's my spiel for this episode. I'm, I'll start to get these out a little bit earlier. I love you guys. I hope you guys are having a good start to your week. And hopefully for most of us, it's not that long of a week because we got gluttony day. You know, Thanksgiving coming this week. So most of us should only have to work three or four days this week. So hope you guys are doing well out there. I'll try and get another episode out much sooner, it, hopefully before Thanksgiving. Because once Thanksgiving comes... My fat ass is going to be too tired and too stuffed to do an episode, so I'm going to try and get one out before then. Till then, I love you guys. Have a great day. Peace.